Can you hear that when I when I hit record? Oh yeah. That digital lady. Yeah, she's hot. She sounds like she might be. Mm -hmm. Or she also might just be like an old, like frumpy grandma. That's what I mean. She's hot. <laughs> You're recording I, this too. You're recording this. I feel like that's incriminating. Yeah, but I'm not gonna put it anywhere. You know, I can edit all this <laughs> shit out. <laughs> I carefully choose the minute or two that happens before we get going, you know. Oh, goodness. So what'd you have for dinner? Uh, Pine Garden. Do you remember Pine Garden? The Chinese restaurant? Oh, yeah. I don't know if I've ever had that. Oh, fuck. It's fucking awesome i'm i'm so fucking bloated right now nice perfect time to be on stage <laughs> yeah it's easy yeah it's yeah, always I was, good i never i don't remember ever eating before a show uh drinking but never eating oh yeah we, we had that conversation didn't we yeah yeah i don't want to be too bloated yeah man the the uh pre-show shits are a very real thing man you try yeah, to eat something light because it's gonna come fucking oozing out of you and, mm -hmm. <laughs> oh man it fucking sucks Nick knows i know all yeah. about it man that's like with kids yeah, my kids are like why does he get the fart at the table and i'm like because i can't always fart so i don't take them for granted <laughs> i feel sorry i feel sorry whoever has to change my dieties in about another 10 years so you know, that's <laughs> see happen. this is the stuff that i keep for the show right <laughs> Yeah, Dude, I'll talk. I'll talk all day about shit, man. Yeah. People yeah, think it's hell, weird. Man. It's like, nope. You no, know. it's all good. <laughs> it's all good, man. Man, how did you do that? That was some kind of magic. I know. Well, I, awesome. I had a little. I, I had an extra hand in that. So, wow, yeah, man. Been, I wish I had more hands to wipe. With. I know That's he's he's been giving himself a hand since he was twelve. Oh yes. Just a little guy. <laughs> Haven't we all? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wish my hands were smaller so I would feel bigger. <laughs> hey, Deb. Hey, Deb. How's it going? Hi. Good. How are you guys? Sorry, I was getting my earbuds in. No, good. Yeah, no worries. Good. How about yourself? I'm doing great. It's fun to be here. Yeah, we're going to have a good time. Yeah. Oh, we're glad to have you. Yeah. Awesome. Did your ceiling, your, your ceiling's awesome. You have the best ceiling ever. So it was actually underneath the drop ceiling the whole time I've lived in this house. <laughs> That's wow. a great surprise. <laughs> yeah, it didn't. It wasn't nice and copper like this, but it was in pristine condition. Right and on. yeah, I know. Why, why would you put a drop ceiling when you had that piece of gorgeousness to look at? That is typical Pittsburgh. Wow. <laughs> you, found other, yeah. you found other secrets in your house too, weren't when you renovated, right? Yeah, there was a hidden fireplace in the front room behind <laughs> uh, so paneling. I know. <laughs> That's amazing. So weird. Excellent. So weird. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Would you prefer Deb to Deborah? What 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 do you like? Oh yeah, Deb is totally great. Okay. And can you please tell me how I should pronounce your last name? Levine. Levine. Okay. Ah. See? Just like there Ted. was a debate. There was I know a debate. there was a debate. We had a debate on it. We didn't yes. know. So like yeah, Ted, Levine, Ted Levine, Levine. No, yes, that's that was the classic. Cool. I'm like, well, I've heard, I've only heard one other Led Levine, and that was Ted Levine, one of my our, our favorite actors. So, <laughs> all right, 
Are you any relatives to Ted Levine? You never know. Yeah, All right. Well, if you see him, tell him he said, hey, we want to come on the show. We want to invite him yeah. on. More to marry her. Yeah. So what are you smoking? Anything good tonight? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. There we go. So, yeah, I think that um, I think my ear pause died. Okay. Oh. Better now than halfway in the middle of the show when you were so riveted on what we had to ask. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. But I might have to find some other earplugs because you guys are really quiet. No, we're we're loud. <laughs> yeah, we're I can loud barely hear you on proud. my phone. Deal with it. Yeah. yeah, must must be uh, must be your volume on your end. I don't know if I could raise that or not. I don't know. Not sure. Um, hold that thought. Sure. <laughs> want to do that with my tv have that cool backlight oh yeah that's cool oh hell yeah there you go now you're a nerd like us yes <laughs> that's the way to go oh right. man <laughs> there you go that's Sad. it the cool kids have the ear stuff waiting for chop top to show up yeah. whatever i do what i want that's right. <laughs> Badly. Oh, <laughs> fuck you. That's right. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna have some fun, Deb. I'm so mm -hmm. grateful that you uh, get to spend some time with us, and thank you very much for coming on. Thank you for inviting me. I'm excited too. Excellent, excellent. This is gonna be the best podcast that you've done today. Just gonna say that. I, I don't doubt it. Excellent. My dear diary, I had such a good time on heavy metal horror tonight. Until I went through with the show that That's I regret right. it. So. That's right. Never again. And it's the same. I'll never go on that fucking show again in my That's life. Right. No, I can't believe it. No, we're gonna have, we're gonna have fun. Oh yeah, we're a lot of fun. We're gonna do our cheesy intro, and then we're gonna we're gonna get right into it. I have all kinds of good questions, and we got some games we're gonna play. So we're gonna have a lot of fun. Oh my goodness, cool. I'm excited. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Hold on. You guys entertain her. I, I've got to pull up the wheel of mystery. Oh, yeah. yeah. How long have you guys been doing this podcast? We just uh, celebrated our year Your anniversary. anniversary. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. And do you guys all live do you guys all live near each other? Yeah, yeah. We're Pretty in the much. Uh, northeast, northwest Ohio areas okay. dusky amherst cleveland areas you know cool all right wheel of mystery this is for another game we're going to play down the road so we're going to have a good time hope you brought a sandwich we're here for about four or five hours just a brief four or five hours so we're good <laughs> short and sweet i love it <laughs> all right exactly right yeah, yeah. It? it's like a good marriage you know four or five hours i've had it I'm ready mm -hmm. to move on. Thank you. Okay, right on. <laughs> That's right. I had my first five minutes of it. Time to get the fuck out. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, Deb. Here we go. Hey, this is Ralph Sheepers, and you're listening and watching to Heavy Metal Horror. I am Montag. Master of Illusion. What goes up must come down, but not always. Hey, this is Chop Top. Stay tuned because this is going to be a beast. Yeah, motherfucking wild crowd, yeah. And you are watching and listening to Heavy, Heavy 
great intro now when we when we do our outro dub we'll be inviting you to join in so yeah you know be able to get your horns in there and everything uh tonight kitties we've got a great show uh we want to welcome deb levine from lady beast so thank you deb for showing up for heavy metal horror it is a pleasure thank you for having me we're gonna have a lot of fun tonight this is great um yeah when your earbuds broke broke down uh you were in the middle of saying what it was that you were enjoying what are you smoking tonight um a nice blend of marijuana and tobacco nice. here we call that a split oh, um, yes you know yeah. a nice 60 40 blend uh <laughs> so you don't get too stoned but you can yeah. deal with life you yeah. know are you more of a sativa smoker indica do you like it both you like it all um i definitely like to stay up um i my day is like bang 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 i do a lot um i'm all over the place so i need a weed that keeps me alert yeah and keeps me moving i get for you. sure yeah. <laughs> excellent excellent yeah i'm i'm learning horticulture because my goal is to grow my own strains and i'm looking for the perfect sativa you know i want clarity and focus relax but a lot of mm-hmm. energy you know and i don't want to feel all loopy and all get all the t- time slips and all the fucking paranoia you know i just want to be fun every time yeah Yeah. not what i want to write you know i want to have clarity so yeah that's that's, but uh when i get a couple strings i'll 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 make sure to send some to you please do oh i think that's i mean i cannot wait to just like do my own thing yeah yeah you know that's my goal so i'm doing a lot of research now and uh that's that's the goal so i can't grow tomatoes i can't even grow like tomatoes so i can't grow things Oh, I don't smoke tomatoes anymore. That's right. Yeah, who needs to gross tomatoes? I'm done with that shit. And that, that, that took me to a bad place. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yep. Oh, man, this is good. All right, Deb, we're going we're gonna to talk a little bit. We got questions about all kinds of areas, but we're going to start with some background stuff, some big picture stuff. Um, what's the first band that you really got into? Oh, um, like, are we talking like, like childhood or are we talking? Yeah, about like, early, oh, earliest cool. memories, whatever you can remember the first band that you recognize, like, yeah, I really, I really dig this band or like this music. Um, it, it's, it's hard to pinpoint like one thing because, um, I grew up with, um, a wide range of music from my parents. Right. So I was like loving Aerosmith and ZZ Top, um, when I was young, I was also really loving um, like Carol King and Cher and fucking Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really get into heavy metal until I got a bit older. Okay. Um, Can you so, sing a little Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves for us? Oh my God. Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves. Excellent. Thank you. Okay. If, if you need yeah. time to switch, switch outfits like we usually do through three four times in an episode you know we'll have you join in i come out with my big feather head top at the end <laughs> yes yes see you get it amazing you get amazing it. Yes. yes all right fantastic so you said it was you were a little older when you got into metal so what was it about metal that that drew you in as a fan 
Well, through my early teen years, I was super into musical theater. So I loved going to musicals, listening to musicals, performing in musicals. And once I heard Heavy Meadow, I was like, oh my God, this is kind of like a musical, you know, but harder. And um, just because the, some of the, depending on what kind of metal, like if you're into power metal, like the storylines, the epicness, uh, it was just very relatable. Uh, I love the singing style. I love the harmonies. Um, everything about it just screamed, you need to get into this immediately. Nice. Um, so, you know, uh, it was obviously Judas Priest and Iron Maiden, which I feel like are everyone's, you know, baby spoon right. into heavy metal. Cause um, unless like, you know, you hear the stuff on the radio, like obviously I heard mainstream shit. Right. Uh, in high school, you know, like there was like, you know, you were like system of a down on the radio and you were like, oh, like, that's interesting. What is that? You know, and right. that kind of leads you off to like certain aspects too. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, then Motorhead, you know, you start looking in, uh, my favorite thing to do was when I bought CDs, I would look at who the bands thanked. And right. that would give me, you know, these rabbit holes down through other bands, right? So then, you know, you find Motorhead, you find Thin Lizzy, you find all of these like amazing bands. Right. And then before you know it, you're like, holy shit, there's a community involved in this, right. you know? And before you know it, you're in a band and, yeah. you know, it just <laughs> continues from there. And it's just so cool. Nice. Excellent. So who are some of the artists who influence you today? Uh, number one, Dio. Um, not just for his singing style and his writing style and his like demeanor, um, but because he made people feel really good. He was like a really positive guy. And that's right. something that I really try to emanate uh, through my music and also in person through my performing. Um, uh, Judas Priest. Because I mean, when I'm trying to write like a heavy metal banger, they're just the first band I think of, you know? And I'm like, right. I'm like, oh, Rob you know come to me <laughs> i'm with i'm you know i'm with my crystal ball I'm like, nice oh. yeah tell me when i'm on the show invite you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> invite him on yeah please. totally for sure um nice. iron maiden's another really good one and then um who else would i pick uh it's all it's so hard so hard. I guess I'll go with Motorhead because I'm wearing the hoodie and yeah, we're huge Motorhead fans. Right. Yeah. Can't go wrong with the Motorhead, man. Exactly. Yeah, they're awesome. Let me use the great. attitude. Yeah. So yeah. Much, I mean, just I'm so you, bad, baby. I don't care. What more do you need to know? You exactly. Know? Yeah. yeah. You take it or leave it. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, that it was a pretty line. I, I make love the mountain lions. You're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah he yeah. Lemmy was like all middle fingers, you know? Totally. Yes. Right. Yes. Attitude, man. 100%. And you definitely need to get that thick skin when you play music and are involved in this kind of like in doing anything where you put yourself out there and are right. very vulnerable. Um because people are gonna not understand what you're doing or people are going to hate on what you're doing and you can just never let it stop you and you know just keep on rocking because yeah. you don't give a fuck right <laughs> exactly. right that was actually exactly. yeah i was going to ask you about that later on down the road i mean how how do you kind of handle that kind of that inevitable negativity that's going to come your way because you've you've put all your heart and soul into making this music so how, how did you develop that thick skin 
it took time. And honestly, it takes just growing up and just understanding the way the world works and why things happen and, you know, reevaluating maybe your goals and dreams to be a bit more realistic in the life that you're in right now. Because Deb at 23 is way different than Deb at 36. You know, and, and also. Oh, that's, that's exactly. I have said that same thing, even as recently as last month in an interview, you nailed it. And I'm happy mm -hmm. to know that someone else feels exactly the same way as I do, because I oftentimes feel like I'm just a lone idiot running my mouth, but no, I'm clearly on, I'm clearly onto something here. If someone else shares the exact same sentiment as me, thank you, Deb. But yeah, you also, no, but you totally. also said Deb referring to yourself, Deb, this, the 21 year old Deb is not the same as 36 year old Deb. Yeah. So Vic. So he well, goes no, by I'm Deb. Not, I'm also, I'm also not the same as Deb, but I mean, no, I know. she's, she's right. That's, that's no, that's exact though, man. Like yeah. coming into this game, you, when you've been through it and been in it, as long as individuals like us, it's like, yeah, you have to kind of reassess things in order to keep moving forward. Because right. if you get caught in that quagmire and negativity, bitter people don't move forward. And yep. it's so easy. It's like a say it's, it's like being stuck in quicksand and there's no moving forward when you're stuck in quicksand. So you have to reassess your goals to keep that creative element alive, or you're just going to burn out. Totally. Well, because all you're going to feel is failure because you're not getting to where you hoped you would be, exactly. but it's unrealistic. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I, might be, yep. I might be the odd guy out because I've been the same all my life and uh, all my dreams <laughs> have crashed and burned. So fuck it. <laughs> I you just got to listen to more razor there. Yeah. Chop top. That's that's chop yeah, top's always, he's always I been the Hindenburg. my hate bulb for a minute, right? there. <laughs> yeah. He's always been like the Hindenburg. Yeah, chop. That's he's that's the one consistency going down. Um, <laughs> Full so, hot oh, air. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, oh the humanity. Um, <laughs> Ten years away from diapers. So, <laughs> so I don't know if it's that long. My, yeah, I was gonna circle. say wow, that's a long time. <laughs> yeah, we got a pool. My, I'm I'm like in a three to five. That's where my <laughs> money is. You know, three to that's where I'm shooting for. Um, <laughs> Deb, what was the first song you remember learning to sing? Ooh, wow. So here's the thing. And we kind of talked about this earlier with the weed thing. Um, I've smoked a lot of weed. So my memories are really bad. Like, you know, I don't know if it, I don't want to blame the plant, but it's, I have very few childhood memories. Okay. Um, That's fine. Not because I had a traumatic childhood or anything, just because like, it's really hard to remember. Um, but I do know that the reason I'm able to sing so good is because when I was about like probably six, I got my first copy of Jesus Christ Superstar, which is funny because I'm Jewish and I was just belting these Jesus songs like at the top of my lungs. Um, but little did I know I was learning vibrato. Yeah. I was learning how to, um, uh, what's that word, project my voice. Yeah. You know, I was learning how to, even though I had no idea what the words meant, I could feel the emotion in their voices. And I learned how to use emotion in my music as well. So um, I would say that like my earliest memories of singing are literally singing musicals uh, at my computer, right trying to learn like, you know, how to type. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Well, well, you had mentioned some of the, the bands that influenced you and i'm sure you know there's a lot of heroes that you had kind of mentioned in that so over the course of your 
career. Have you get a chance to meet a lot of or any of your heroes? And, and if so, who have you met and what was that like? You know, what's funny is that I would say most of the shows that we've played with like international acts or like worldwide acts, you never get to meet them. Um, I feel like the bands normally hang out in the green room. You know what I mean? Like we got to open for Dora once and I was like, oh, most certainly I'm going to meet Dora and I'm going to give her a big oh. hug. And, and I didn't get to meet her at all. And um, so I feel like uh, I thought I would have met a lot more people by now, but a few cool people that I did meet, um, Mark Shelton from Manila Road. Um. That was really cool because we got to play with him um, about a year before he had passed. Um, Tim Baker from Sirith Uncle is such a sweet guy. And we got to play with them in California. And um, so that was really, that was really nice meeting him. Um, who else? Man, the memory thing again. No, you guys cool. are, um Let's see. These are the times I wish I kept a diary. <laughs> um, let's see. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, like honestly, we met Steven Adler in the airport in LA. Um, I really haven't met that many. Like, I really haven't met that many people. I, I did like a meet and greet with Hammerfall. That was so sick. Um, nice. <laughs> but I had to do that. <laughs> yeah right it was my it was the first time I ever paid to meet someone but I was like you know what like I'm gonna do this because like this is why I work and make money and right. I want to give this band my cd and I want to meet Flotsam and Jetsam and give them a cd and like you know slap them high five it was totally worth it yeah well Michael Have Gilbert got- was just on a few weeks ago here. Oh, I saw. Yeah. Oh, you saw our show? Oh, yeah. Nice. I saw a couple. Oh, she, mm-hmm. saw, she saw the thumbnail. That's a... Oh, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> subscribe. Hell yeah, we have another subscriber. Thank you. Right. Yeah, he's so fucking nice, and I'm so yeah, happy yeah, that they're cool. like doing a bunch of stuff, you know? Yeah. Oh, totally cool. Totally cool. Uh, guy yeah really really cool so you mentioned dio as being a big influence and 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 someone who influences you um who's your favorite non-metal singer it would either be stevie wonder or Cher. oh nice okay yeah a lot of big range in there you know loves love stevie and i actually got to see him once live in concert and it was like fabulous oh cool Excellent. Yeah. Along that same line, I was going to ask you, Deb, uh, as far as your favorite female vocalists that influenced you, you know, uh, yeah. over time. So if you can just give us a few of those or whatever, let them hear. Um, obviously, love Doro. Um, I would say my like second favorite female metal artist would be um, Kate from Acid. Acid is one of like. Would, pro- would probably be my favorite female fronted metal bands. Um, Very nice. They're just so raw. Um, she's not trying to overdo it. You know, you can tell like she does what she can do live. I love that. Like, I hate when you listen to an album and you're like, whoa, this is wild. And then you see the band and they're not doing anything <laughs> they can do live. You're like, yeah, 
so what is this? Like, <laughs> you know, I like to try to like, I keep it like so real. Like I try to not use like any effects. I'm like, yo, I want to sound like I do in person. So I feel like Kate really does that. Um, who else do I like? Um, I never know how to pronounce her last name because there's that weird E on the end, but leather, I want to call her Leather Leone. But is oh, it Leather yeah. Leone? Is it Leather yeah, Leone? It's Leone, it's Leone. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it's Le- yeah. Yeah, it's Leone. I, I'm per- like 99% sure. She's fan-fucking-tastic. Yeah, Dude, she's a like fucking voice. badass. She is she a badass. Is. We're internet friends, and I'm like, and she's just so supportive, you know what I mean? And I'm like, oh my God, like, you paved a way, girl. Like, right. It's just so cool. Um, I really want her to come and be the MC at my metal festival. Oh, that would be awesome. I know. I know. Um, and then you guys got to cover Voice of the Cult and then call oh, it a day. It'd be amazing. <laughs> oh, man. That yeah. would be amazing. Great album. Um, but to be honest, um, you know, I would say like more than ever now, there are more female fronted bands. I could name more female fronted bands like from today that I like than I can from back in the day, but it's only because there weren't as many. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Now it's become a lot more commonplace, you know, in different kinds of metal, not like ginger, you know, and with the the grind chord and like Epica with the very, you know, kind of uh, symphonic and arch enemy. And, you know, there's a lot of bands, but no, back when I was uh, in college, I was in a band called Charlotte's web and our uh, guitarist name. name was Charlotte. Thank you. Two B's that was named after our guitarist whose name was Charlotte Webb Swenson. Um, oh, and she looked like, yeah, she looked like Kelly Bundy who, uh, who would punch you and kick you in the face, which was cool. I love that. Yeah. She was great. And people came out to see us because this, okay, this is back in 1992. Um, and they're like, Oh, uh, can a chick play metal? And like when they came with our show, then they realized, Oh, we fucking shredded. Mm-hmm. We were a punk edge death metal band. And like, Oh, okay. That's cool. So in a, in a lot of ways, you know, we were kind of the aberration. There was no one else like us, uh, you know, and, because there was no other like you know women playing guitar um in the metal so, bands. Cool. so i it was it was kind of cool and then we hooked up with a, a band out of toledo called rotten excuse and their bass player um was a you know female and so she and her brother who played drums um and she could play accordion too so sometimes they played south of heaven as an opener and she played that on the accordion and that was fucking awesome you haven't heard south of heaven until you hear it on the accordion i will tell you that all right weird al no man it was awesome it was so good you know because the rest of the band was playing it like seriously like the same thing hey man so she's just doing the guitar riffs on an accordion have you have you never you never heard a bolt thrower i've heard of them oh yeah man joe bench is a is a is their bassist and she's a fucking beast man for sure plays an iron bird just man i would you just can't fuck with that with that lady man just a monster fucking warhammer theme songs come on she's a badass (laughs) but both throwers been around since like the late 80s that's that was my point okay yeah i'll have to check him out another band the super savant has spoken fucking bull thrower do you like warhammer then you like bull thrower all right it's like death doom kind of thing it's it's oh they're so good it's really good cool see three people have told you i i'm looking i'm excited hey i am always open to listen to new stuff especially you know it's like you listen the same old thing you want some new stuff so we we have now chop top is our savant 
and Wildcard is our super savant. So between them, they know like 10,000 bands that I'd never heard of before. So this is pretty awesome. I just get to like, yeah, okay, I'll try it out. No, um, I love, it's so nice having friends like that because like, it really is true. It's hard to find a lot of stuff. Um, right. And sometimes, you know, you aren't just that person that finds it. Uh, there's people that are good at like, you know, finding new, <laughs> yeah. like new shit, you know? Yeah. I can see like, you definitely have a lot of music back there. I do. And it's, yeah, it's, that's, that's most of it. It's not, there's some records <laughs> over here and some cassettes somewhere mm-hmm. over there, but I and then wild lot, cards, he, you know, he's a whore. So he's been played yeah. with like a lot of bands too. He's played with every, he knows everybody in the business. So oh, she knows. Part of it too. We, yeah. we play together. Yeah. yeah. And then, yes, exactly. That's how you're here. So, yeah. you know, yeah, it's just, um, I know people. That's right. <laughs> I have a lot too, but I always catch shit for having the collector's curse. So yeah. <laughs> I don't have yeah. the back of me. Yeah, Excellent. can't have enough, man. Can't have, I'm sorry, can't have enough. That's metal. true. Can't have enough. That's true. For sure. Right, we're gonna switch gears a little bit. We're gonna talk about your creativity uh, and your in your process, your creative process. Um, so, can you talk about your creative process when writing music or or lyrics? Ooh. Um, so basically, what happens is one of the guitar players will kind of uh, bring a riff to practice. And we'll be like, oh, that sounds cool. And I'll be like, all right, cool. Well, you're not going to hear any more of that until I'm done writing it. <laughs> so then they go home, finish it up, bring it to practice. And then we start jamming on it. And, um, you know, I just listen for a while. You know, we never spend, we, we don't jam at practice. We find that it's like for us personally, um, it, time is not used effectively. I'm like a time wizard. I... I'm like the best at time management. Uh, it's my bitch. So um, I love making the best of our time and, you know, keeping morale yeah. up. You guys know how important that is. Like at practice, everyone needs to, no boring yep. moments. You know, we hacky sack after we're done jamming. We do like, we take hacky sack breaks to oh, get nice. like, to do like group activity and like keep moving. And it's so fun. Um, but so yeah, uh, people write the songs, they bring them to practice. Sometimes I record them or just listening them over and over again. I'll just like start coming up with a melody. And then eventually I'll sit down and be like, shit, I really need to write lyrics to this. And then it'll be time to record. And I'm like, shit, I really need to write fucking lyrics to this. (laughs) And then I just like do it. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not a writer. I don't like writing. Um, I love choosing good words to use and, in conversation and communication, but like, I'm not a free form writer. So I take inspiration from books, movies, um, political happenings. Um, I write songs that just sound like heavy metal. Uh, and then I also like to really write songs that, um, help uplift and empower the people that are listening to the music. Cause like I said, this is an outlet for me to connect to people, to try to make them feel appreciated and special. And I know that sounds like super like weird and cheesy, but like, it's really true. Like, <laughs> oh, you'll like, the right. more you get to know me, you're like, oh my God, she is that nice. <laughs> like, like I really do. I care about everyone, you know? <laughs> That's great. No, I mean, a lot of people don't. We live in a, we live in a kooky world. Yeah. So, I mean, it's yeah. nice that you're like that way. So, um, what song of yours do you have the most emotional connection to? Um, 
Mm, possibly um, a song called The Gift. It's off of the Vulture's Amulet album. Um, it was written about my nephew, who is just kind of like the light of my life. I don't have children of my own, just fur babies. So he's kind of like my child. Um, and I just saw how he changed everyone's life around me and just how much joy he brings. And I realized like, oh my God, the ultimate gift anyone can give or receive is truly love. And I, so I wrote this metaphorical song, you know, where, so anyone can relate and anyone can just feel that feeling and feel inspired to share that feeling with someone else. But it sounds metal and cool. Nice. All right. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. I got a tear. Hang on a minute. Oh, me <laughs> okay. too. Me too. I, I get emotional. Dude, I feel you, bro. It's, I feel it's you. Cool, you though. It's cool, though. That's yeah, really that's, great. that's great. And then yeah. this past summer, when we played our first show um, post COVID, um, it was an outdoor event. And my nephew, who's six now, asked if he could come up on stage when I played that song. <laughs> Yes. Uh, he was like, and so he did, but then he got giant stage fright and just stood there like really <laughs> yeah. still like the whole time, <laughs> but he still nice. got up there. Nice. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about your singing, yeah. um, your style. So how did your singing style evolve? Um, I think on, honestly, the fact that I've listened to such an eclectic, um, you know, uh, grouping of music allowed me to really kind of perfect my own singing voice because I've taken elements out of R&B, out of pop, out of blues, musical theater, rock. So I have all of these elements that I kind of created into my own metal style. Um, which allows me to have like a nice vibrato and allows me to hold out notes, allows me to get kind of high and get really low. Um, so, um, yeah, I think that um, I think that the best thing you can ever do is have a wide range of music to practice and listen to. So you can be at your potential, you know, because mm -hmm. you never know what you're missing out on. Right. There's a world of music, literally world full of music. And why limit yourself to one genre? Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, I get it. There's a lot of pressure to be like, stay metal, be metal. But it's like, no, you can totally be metal, but also like rock share or, yeah. you know, rock like uh, fucking Boston. I love Boston. Yeah. No, you know, like, great, man. <laughs> you yeah. can't deny good music. And if I mean, you Johnny can. Bravo from the great, you know, Greg Brady. Come on, clowns never. Man, every, 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 I just want to say, every time you say Johnny Bravo, every time you say Johnny Bravo, I think you're talking about that cartoon from Cartoon Network. Yeah, I, I never watched that cartoon. My only Johnny yeah. Bravo is Greg <laughs> yeah. Brady. Hey, right. sir, uh, yeah, hey, mama. yeah. See, that's, like, <laughs> that's the Johnny Bravo I know, man. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about touring, life on the road, those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. So. Do you prefer playing smaller, intimate venues or larger arenas? Like from a fan's point of view, being up close to a band is, is really fantastic. But, you know, what's that like from a band's perspective? Well, I think because we kind of came from like an underground punk 
more punk scenario because like you were saying when you were playing there weren't a lot of bands that shared that same like camaraderie of having a female musician in the band so you probably played in more of a male dominated audience Mm -hmm. well we did too because back in 2008 back in 2009 there was not this resurgence of heavy metal like we're seeing today and especially not with women yet so we mainly played with punk bands um, so we were used to playing basement shows, DIY, all ages spaces, um, venues with no lights, <laughs> no PA, you know what I mean? Like very bare bones type of shit. So when we started getting to play at like, I don't know, a club with lights, we were like, whoa, <laughs> we've made the big time. Yeah, that's right. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. And that's, yeah. that's what I try to explain to people is like, I'm like, dude, every step up should be your greatest accomplishment. Right. So you can always feel like you're killing it so you know we went from like the dark to some lights you know and then you start getting a sound guy and you're like what (laughs) and then um so I do really like playing like smaller clubs like we just played at St. Vitus um I would consider that like a mid middies yeah (laughs) mid-range um, but it was intimate. It was really nice, but it was so professional. You know, the mm-hmm. sound guy ruled. The lights were awesome. This, there was a stage, which is always preferable. Sometimes there's no stage, you know, and you're like, yeah. should we just put our <laughs> stuff you see over there? back there? Hey, yeah. hey, right. <laughs> that corner looks good. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just by the, the bathroom or. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but um, there is something to be said about playing music for 13 years and fucking finally getting to play on a big stage. Do you know what I mean? Like it really does feel good to like get those moments that are few and far between of like being on a fucking stage where you can like run around. Yeah. And you, you just feel like I did it, (laughs) you know? And um, it's, it's really cool. And so I think that um, I'm used to playing small venues, but I, and I, and I like that, um, but there is something very exciting about having the rare opportunities to play these bigger stages, for sure. That, it's like some of the festivals, like when you play festivals, is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, it's basically like, it basically just festivals. Or if okay. you open for like a, a national, like if you open for like an international act. Okay. You know, you, you get to play um, around here. We don't have that many venues. Like it's either like stadium or like the small theaters like yeah five and six hundred yeah like a like a house right. of blues kind of thing right exactly yeah. so okay. um yeah it's not but yeah so mainly i'm talking about festivals nice so when you go to these festivals are you able to enjoy the experience as a fan as well or is it like all business you show up you play oh, and you gotta take oh, out yeah no 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 um usually uh you get your obligations done and then you just fucking hang the rest of the day. You know, Um, you might have obligations at the merch table, but I mean, you're still sitting and hearing the music and interacting with the community. And um, so, yeah, no, we're actually not this coming weekend, but the next weekend we're flying to Houston to play the Hell's Heroes Festival. Yeah, it's gonna be really fun oh my um, gosh it's such a great lineup such a i think the pre-fest the pre-fest of the fest itself this is like top notch this is, I, they've outdone themselves on this particular one i think 
Yeah, there definitely had to be a pack with Satan with this lineup. Um, well, that's going to be good this, then, this right? Is the, this is the makeup show, right? This is like the makeup one, right? It is, yeah. Because the last one was canceled, so right. yeah, it's intense. It looks amazing. Now, I just to interject, though, this being able to like hang out and have fun at festivals thing doesn't apply to Metal Immortal now, does it? You're much more busy for no, that, aren't you? No, like there's no relaxing for me during that. Like <laughs> right. we always, we always open the show just to like, you know, introduce the night and bring everyone yeah. in and set the, set the tone. But after that, yeah, it's just literally like running here, running there, making sure everyone <laughs> has their stop. Yeah. I'm a huge facilitator and like, people pleaser so i'm just like yeah. where's why you don't stop moving until like monday morning i assume yeah and i should probably <laughs> take the day off i should probably take the day off work that day <laughs> <laughs> nice. so how do you take care of your voice when you're on tour it's really hard like i sometimes i'm like i wish i wasn't the singer because like it's really fucking hard yeah um you basically can't talk to anyone you can't drink, you can't smoke, um, you can't do anything. <laughs> At least I can't because it's the one thing I went there to do. And if I fucked everything up, which I have before, uh, when we were like, I was younger and I didn't know how to like control myself and um, I'm there to sing. So I want, I don't want anything to get in my way. You know, I don't even smoke weed when we're on tour because I'm just afraid of it affecting my voice yeah. because I, I used to blow out my voice all the time, um, literally all the time. And it's really scary because I can't sing what I sing with a blown out voice. Right. If we were like a Motorhead tribute, sure, you know, but like I can't do what I do unless it's like right on. So um, we don't we don't ever had the luxury of going on tour for that long anyways because like there's kids um there's jobs there's lots of animals um <laughs> and um so luckily you know I've never been in a position where we've gone out on the road for like more than two weeks okay um which seems to be something I can kind of handle um but it's weird because ever I did get COVID last September what's today not wait no Oh, wait man oh my god time is so weird i got our i got covid after our album release show i don't know when that was it was in a september and um i feel like i haven't been the same um with my breathing you'll get the, like, some of the long like, haul system, symptoms yeah 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 like i feel like it's hard for me to catch my breath once i'm already like super um i move around a lot on stage so uh uh, I find it hard to catch my breath now after I've been moving around a lot. And when you don't have breath, that's when you lose your voice. Right. Um, so um, I'm just kind of trying to really just make sure I'm just in tip top condition, taking all my supplements, doing all my herbals. Um, I quit smoking cigs, which is like huge. Cause I've smoked since I was like yeah. 12. And like, I oh, think wow. that, yeah, I still roll a little bit of tobacco in with my weed, but I don't like right. smoke like, you know, buy packs of cigs. Right. Um, so I, that made a huge difference as well. But I'm just a loud ass motherfucker and I can't control the loudness of my voice. I can't. <laughs> I'm just loud and proud. <laughs> so, 
I just, I just don't talk to anyone basically. I just tell people if you're going to be a singer, maybe try to learn guitar because <laughs> you, you don't have to use your voice. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, it, one of the band I was in, I, I sang most of the songs and there were a couple songs where uh, one of the other members sang and I was just able to play guitar and I really loved it because I wouldn't have to worry about like, am I going to remember the words? You know, I was just able to like be free. Like, Oh, I could just play the fucking guitar and not right, worry and not about like it. That's easy. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to say guitar is easy. No, I know, I but it was freeing guitar, for me right. to have right. that. It was, a, it was freeing. So I enjoyed that, but I, I like you know, I liked the attention. I wanted to be singing too. So I get it. Um, you know, for, for me anyway, it was like, yeah, look at me. I'm the one, <laughs> you know, I was a drummer too before that. So I'm like, look, follow me. I'm used to being, you know, I was used to that. So I, I kind of, they preferred that. you behind the kit though. Yeah. So well, I had the looks to be behind the front man. That's that was, I was looks for radio. I get it. I understand. That's what yeah. my dad always told me. <laughs> we so don't want each other's balls all the time. On yeah. Show, yeah. What, when you're on the road, uh, do you have a, what is your favorite food to eat? If you can't, can't talk to anybody, can't drink. Do you, is there something that you like to eat when you're out touring? Um, definitely like pizza or tacos are like my two go-tos. Um, but it was funny because and I hope this isn't TMI. I, there's probably no TMI on this. Yeah. Show. yeah no, we, we won't. We don't want uh, it all. So we're in Brooklyn. It was like kind of the first time we had been on like a six hour drive to play a show. You know, it's like we're driving through New York. I'm honking at people just like a real <laughs> New Yorker, you know? Yeah. And um, it was awesome. And we get there and I realized like, holy shit, it's like almost eight o'clock. And I have all I had was a bagel at 7 a.m. I like drove most of the way. So I'm like, oh, I'm so hungry. And um, I get a taco. And it's like delicious. I eat the taco. So fast forward, we're halfway through our set. It's going awesome. I'm moving, grooving. Next thing I know, I'm like, I'm either about to puke or shit my pants right now. And we have three songs to go. And I was uh, like, oh. and I, you, I, I was like, oh God, oh God. You know, I felt like George Costanza, like on Seinfeld. Like I just was like in panic mode, you know? Worlds are colliding, Jerry. Worlds are colliding. World colliding, Terry. <laughs> and uh, so, like, next thing I know, I'm just like, need to keep going. I just like grab my water bottle, and the first thing I could think of, I just dump my whole water bottle on my head, and like my makeup's going everywhere, but like my hair's soaking wet. But I don't care because I just feel so much better. Uh, we get through the set. I thought we were gonna have to cut a few songs, like, it was that bad, you know. And I was like, the taco. <laughs> so, we like, we do our thing, we get done, and I just fucking beeline downstairs and like take care of business you know uh but it was like that close because i've had friends that shit themselves on stage before and it it changes your life see that's exactly what we were talking about prior to you coming on deb is that no way. i always yeah. I always did the pre-show shit i i had that if i didn't shit before a show it was gonna haunt me during the set and i was just gonna i was gonna go from moving to just locking up and just praying until the end of the set to get to a bathroom didn't matter what i ate greasy shit food salad it was coming out before the show because if it didn't it was going to be miserable during the set every Dude. time oh so, my yeah. god that was my first experience with that so now i think i'm going to do i'm going to take a route so now you carry Pretty a sure bucket shit. with you put a, put a bucket with you on the stage <laughs> Definitely, i'm yes. gonna puke or shit one of the two just letting you know i had a taco 
the crowd's gonna be like, yeah, yeah, puke, puke, yeah, nice. Incorporate it. Take a take a poll. How many want me to puke? And then you can take a poll, right? We become like this Gigi Allen tribute thing. Yeah, man. Take it. Don't rub it all over yourself. Taking a page out of Shepherd's book there, Lady Puke. Right? Yeah. Definitely. Well, this is a good segue, as any, for this question. So, can you share? Well, I mean, that was a pretty good story. I mean, I like that. So, but is that like your most outrageous life on the road story, or do you have something even crazier? Again, like I really should have been keeping like a diary. Um, trying I mean, to some of the of, stuff's like, going to haunt you. So that's the cup. That's the stuff we want. <laughs> oh, you know, like, I feel like we've been pretty lucky. Okay. Okay. Here's a really good story. I'm so glad this came up. So um, cover shows are popular for Halloween. Every city does them. So um like I was saying, back in like 2010, 2009, it was house party central and people were always having bands play in their house. And mind you, I live in Bloomfield in Pittsburgh. It's called Little Italy. It's grid, gridlock. Like houses are on top of houses. So it's not ideal for having house shows, but we did it anyways. (laughs) So flashback to like 2010 Halloween, we're at this place called Camp Dude. And we are playing as a Judas Priest cover band. Um, I got my leather hat on, my fucking bald cap, or, you know, my little hairs. Um, And then our guitar player, Tommy, has on his Glenn Tipton wig, you know, and no shirt and a vest. And he goes outside to take a piss after the set. Um, Well, it was his first time at the house. He didn't remember what it looked like. And all houses in Bloomfield look the same. So he walks into a house. Well, it wasn't the party house. It was this house where this couple was hanging out, whom I'm assuming the wife had been cheating because the guy started saying, is this the guy you've been fucking? Did you come here to fuck my wife? And Tommy's just wasted in this wig, an obvious wig, no shirt on, (laughs) holding a beer. You know what I mean? It is just like, no, 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 no. And uh, the guy's like, get the fuck out of here. Oh my god, it was so funny. It was so funny. That's fantastic. But, uh, we just retold I just thought about that story the other day. So I'm glad that came in my mind. So that was a very yeah. funny. That was a very funny story. Love that. That's great. That's great. Um so what would you say your best show? Like you, you can remember, can you remember a show like, yeah, that we fucking killed it tonight? This might be our best show we've ever done. Um I would say one of my most memorable well here's an interesting thing it's like and I don't know if any of you have felt this before but like I almost black out at shows or when I'm performing I'm yeah. so into it I'm my energy is at such a high vibrate like vibratory level that it's almost like um like when I don't get to perform I feel it in my body I feel this stagnance. I feel this heaviness that isn't able to be released because the only way it can be released is through this release of energy that I can only do when I perform. I know that sounds like really weird. Um, but uh, when, before we played Frost and Fire in California, 
when we were practicing for that show, I probably lived it in my mind 25 times. Every time we practice, I lived the show. I saw the people, like I saw us performing. Like I really, I don't know. I do this all the time before we play a show. I've even been doing it for Hell's Heroes. Like I, I envision what we're doing while we're practicing the set, how I'm moving, what's going on. And once we got to Frost and Fire and played the festival, it was honestly like one of the first times I felt truly successful in my music. You know, I don't know. It was the biggest stage we had ever played on. We had ever played on, you know? And the crowd was so hyped, even though we played like really early. And it actually was the festival that inspired me to create Metal Immortal Festival. Where I was like, yeah, I was like, I want people to like feel this way when they play my festival. Because right I I have I want to support um I want to support the hard bands, the underdogs. We're an underdog. Do you know what I mean? It's important Absolutely. to like keep that moving, you know? And uh Montag and Chop Top, uh since you probably don't know, Frost and Fire is Jarvis Leatherby's festival that he used to throw. Yeah, uh, interviewed Jarvis too. That was that yeah. was a pleasure. So that's awesome. I didn't know that that festival is sort of what inspired uh, Metal Immortal. Yeah, and I'd never been to California before, and like California was just a vibe, dude. Like, and it was like it it was a really good bonding opportunity for like the band, you know. Like, we had never flown anywhere together or traveled in that way together, so it, it's just memorable in general like so now that you've done that so you guys flew out then to frost and fire yeah so now you're you're only you're like you're that that was a good preparatory thing for because you've got european appearances this year no so no i woke up and saw that dude and i was like because ah! we were supposed to play that in 2020 and literally okay. we we hadn't um heard a peep about it Okay. And, until I woke up and saw that flyer. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, we're not going to Europe this year. <laughs> I don't know nothing someone, about this. Someone is, forgot to tell us is, that we're playing Yeah, show. That, this is new to me. I didn't, I didn't realize this. Yeah, wow. yeah. So I hit up the promoter and I was like, hey, dude. Because um, even this like Hell's Heroes, like I'm getting married five days after we get back from Hell's Heroes because we were supposed to play this last we were supposed to play this two years ago. Okay. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah. So it was like, my wedding wasn't even like the same year <laughs> as like the best. You know what I mean? So it was like, wait, so we're getting back on Monday. And wait, when are we getting married? On Sunday. Okay. No, that's cool. I can plan everything like before then. Yeah. And then the festival. <laughs> and then, oh, wait, my headliner canceled. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Everything is totally fine. Everything is totally fine. Wait. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's oh been my like my last couple of months. But wow. so yeah, we're, we're not going to Europe this year. Okay. I hit up the promoter and I was like, Hey bro, super cool. But like, um, we haven't talked in a couple of years. Um, and, um, I I'm doing this wedding. I'm, I literally have, I don't even have money invested in the festival. Cause like there's no money yet, but yeah. There, like any penny I will have will have to go into that in case right. whatever. And I was like, we can't do it. Um, so we're the we're on the 2023 roster. So our first European, oh, okay. we will get to Europe in okay. 2023. 
cool. 14 years yeah. later. <laughs> Man, I, yeah, I saw that. That was, that was great. That was a That's great awesome. Spinal Tap If you need some ugly like... stage hands, you know, let us know. Dude, yeah. it's, I, it's Hello, never, never too late. <laughs> That's right. Never too late. Excellent. That's fantastic. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about, about being in a band. Um, what's the one thing you love most about being in a rock and roll band? Mm, I guess performing, being able to, being able to perform, you know, um, cause I couldn't do it on my own. You know, it truly is a group effort in my world. And, um, so I feel very lucky to be able to keep a group of people together, uh, that all seem motivated towards the same goal. Um, but yeah, it's really like, I just love to perform. Nice. And what's the one thing you love least about being in a rock band? Needing other people. (laughs) Fuck you guys having a horror. Sons of bitches. It's, it's, it's if I hadn't lost a bet, I wouldn't be here. You bastards. (laughs) Yeah. It's, I'm always jealous of, of multi-instrumentalists, you know, like, like the Chris Blacks and the, and the Jamie Walters. And the Joel Grimes. Yeah. The Joel Grimes, like, Fuck, I can't play a drum beat worth a shit. Like I can't hold a drum beat. I mean, there's drum machines for that, but I also can't play past the twelfth fret worth a shit. So I'm just I'm down two there. Suck. No, for sure. <laughs> All right, we're gonna switch gears a little bit on you, Deb. Uh, we're gonna talk about some hypothetical situations. Oh, all right. Love so it. So you are on a desert island. Mm-hmm. Okay. What five bands discographies? do you want with you this is good definitely stevie wonder because that will like just last me so long um iron maiden um hmm i know this is weird bad religion (laughs) um Who else? Turn around and. She doesn't want to meet new people. She doesn't want to face us anymore. No, I'm looking at. I'm I'm tired of seeing you fuckers. Jesus. I'm looking at. First time I wanted to turn away from the show. Yeah. Yeah, That's right. At least she's not got puke bucket ready. So we're a little better than that puke bucket. (laughs) No, I was looking at the records because I was like, they're all in alphabetical order. I'm like, not that I can see the titles, but I I know like the chunks. I'm like, whose albums do I have the most of? Um, I guess Judas Priest. And did you say four? One more. Five. Five. Um, who else would I bring with me? Who do I love? Who do I love? Who do I love? You know what? I know this is also really random, but it just like popped into my head. Tom Petty. Okay. Yeah, you can't go wrong with those five. I mean, Very you know. they yeah. would just keep me really busy and I'd have a really good time singing to all of them, you know? Right. Right on. Yeah. They all, and it's all different moods too, you know? All different moods. Like, yeah. Yeah. Precisely. I get it. Because, you know, there's ups and downs on that island alone. Some days I'm doing good. Some days I'm, yeah. I'm sad. You and know? Tom Petty encompasses all that by himself. 100%. You know? Yeah, exactly. Much, yeah. yeah. Okay. If you could go back in time to see one historical composer conduct a piece of music, who would that composer be? 
Whoa. Um, now we're getting a tour of the Levine house. Yes, yes. Sorry. I realized No, no, it's that. cool. Um, like Nibs Carter did the same thing. He walked us around his house when we interviewed him. So, yeah, his oh, interview thinking... just took a little more time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, let me see here. Wait, what was the question again? If you could go back in time to see one like historical or classical composer, oh, right, 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 right. conduct a piece of music, who would that composer be? Um, I'm not like super duper up on my composer like names and like tunes, but I'm going to maybe like change the question a little bit and say, sure. oh, yeah. I think it would be interesting to go back and hear like maybe like what not the first group that ever played music together but maybe like the third or fourth because the first was probably messy as fuck we're in you caves know what I mean? we're in caves like banging rocks together that's what, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, first yeah, group yeah. we're called the no, ooga booga sure. chunga chunga yeah 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 <laughs> no. so, we're the cave painters we're gonna fuck you up you <laughs> we're the cave painters yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice so I think it would be interesting more so to be like, yo, who was the first group of people that gathered and like got down? Okay, that's cool. That's a great answer. Thank you. That's that's very interesting. Cool. And the last hypothetical question, if you could be any superhero for 24 hours, who would you be and what would you do with your day of power? Oh my gosh. Who would I be? These are such good questions. Thank you. We're trying to do something different, you know, make it a different podcast. We don't want to ask the same 15 questions that everyone gets. Same 31 flavors. Yeah, 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 no, I know that. I like like that. Um, I would say, you know, I did just watch the new Spider-Man the other day, which I actually really enjoyed. Uh, So maybe I'd like to be Spider-Man for a day. Right nice. on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have like, a lot of responsibility. You know, like he just like. But great power comes with great on. responsibility. Dude. <laughs> yeah. No, and I get it. So, what would it. you do? What would you do as Spider Man for the day? Um, just have a good time, shoot some web, um, swing around. Nice. Fuck yeah. Climb yeah. Up. I mean, you can climb on walls and swing. What more do you want? You know? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, we are heavy metal horror. So we're going to talk a little bit about horror a little bit. Are you a horror movie fan? I am. Uh, we actually love horror movies. I don't know if you can see. We have some like Evil Dead posters back there. Oh, I see posters. I couldn't. T- oh, oh nice, I see the nice, Evil nice. Dead. Nice. Yeah, now I see it. We nice. got. Oh, wait. Can you see that one? Army of Darkness. Oh, oh wait. Nice. No, sorry. I changed that one to the T-Rex. That's T-Rex now. <laughs> yeah, we just have Evil Dead and Army of Darkness over there. Oh, and then Dawn of the Dead Dawn over of the- there. Nice. Dawn, one of my favorite movies. Um, well, let's talk about so who, what are some, I mean, obviously from the posters I can see, but what are some of your favorite horror movies? Um, definitely Evil Dead. Um, love, I mean, love the classics, like love Nightmare on Elm Street. I remember that was one of the first horror movies I had ever seen. The Exorcist really fucked me up as a kid. Like, seriously, mm-hmm. I thought, I thought possession was a, like a real concern, like in my daily life where I was like, 
constantly thinking about it. <laughs> um, now I do, I'm kind of into like possession movies still. Um, a lot of the newer ones like Conjurings and I love all those. Um, what are some other old ones? So hard to remember the memory weed thing. Yeah. How about, like, um, how about like The Omen? The Omen? The original? Yeah. Oh, the original Omen's great. Damien. Yeah. It's Love stuff with for kids. you. Love <laughs> stuff with kids. Like, kids freak me the fuck out, yes. you know? So anything with kids is always scary. It's alive. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what else? The Brood. Um, even, like, um, I even I like avant garde horror too. Like I love The Witch. Yeah, um, mi- they've got a new. They have, a, they have a new Midsummer. It's great. The people who did The so Witch good. have a new uh, new uh, movie coming out or just just came out. I yeah. saw. Yeah, it looks well, pretty I didn't good. See it, but I, I saw it's coming out. Yeah. Um. I also love um. You know stuff like The Ritual. I don't yeah, know the Ritual is really one. yeah. That's great. Really good. cool. Yeah, the Ritual is um, really good. Super into stuff like that. Um. Have you seen The Babadook? I, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, right. I love when you can't one. see what's happening, you know? Right. Total creepy. The old um, Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, yes. I would recommend, the- Deb, uh, there's one called The Dark and the Wicked. I was talking to Montag earlier about that, and it's such a creepy, atmospheric, dark horror movie. It was a couple of years ago. I think it, it might still be on Shutter, but I actually bought it. And oh, that sick. Really, that, that had, my hairs were standing up throughout there's this real light music and it's just it's so creepy so atmospheric but yeah highly recommend that one whoa that's really cool i didn't know about that one yeah um i've also wait one just came to me uh oh funny enough i just watched like the new scream the other day have you guys seen it yet Mm-mm. scream was just like one of those movies where like I was the right age at the right time and like you know Scream came out and it was like the big hit or whatever Mm -hmm. um but it was entertaining the first one's great I mean the fun the franchise is pretty fun I yeah I I enjoy that yeah but I haven't seen the new one Mm -hmm. um all right what was your favorite Halloween costume when you were little um I remember I always liked really like androgynous type of costumes, like pirates. Um, I feel like I was always like some sort of man, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I really enjoyed, you know? Um, I was never like a princess or like a fairy. I was always like a ghoul or a pirate or Right on, right on. Some, yeah. You know, something weird. Um, no, that's cool. My uncle, my great uncle had a store in the mall called Cutlery Plus at Century 3. So um, we would go spend Halloweens at the mall a lot, you know, because all the stores gave out candy. So I remember myself like dressed as a pirate. My sister's a cat. We're just sitting on this mall bench like. (laughs) Just like, are we are we even having fun here? I don't know. Yes. Speaking of candy, what what is your favorite Halloween candy? Ooh, see, I appreciate lots of stuff. Like, I like fruity stuff. Um, Sour Patch Kids, uh, Gummy Bears, Gummy Worms. Mike and Ike's totally appreciate fruity, but I love chocolate, too. So, like, um, even, like, Milk Duds. Like, yes. give me give me Milk Duds, give me Whoppers. 
Um, I don't even need like a king size candy bar. Like, you know, just like little guys are totally cool with me. Um, I love that my nephew gets candy and I clean houses for a living. I have like a cleaning company called the metal maids. So I, uh, yeah, I didn't know that. uh, That's awesome. That's cool, man. 16 years strong. (laughs) Yeah. Good for you. Thanks. Um, so I also steal the kids Halloween candies from like all the houses. Cause I can tell, <laughs> I can tell they're, they're very overwhelmed. I can tell, you know, you've got too so, much candy. Yeah, and no one clearly... needs 500 recent cups. Come here. No nerds for you. I'm taking them. <laughs> I'm doing them a favor. Yeah. Right. I'm sorry. My vacuum accidentally sucked out your, your bag. Yeah, your your dentist will be yeah, thankful. Right. Yeah. All right. We're going to do some one-off questions. These are just kind of one-off. There's no, no theme to them. Uh, so can you remember the very first album you bought? I know it's a memory um, question. Right, right, right. Um, I'm just going to go with Spice Girls because it was probably the first nice. album that I got. Yeah. yeah. Spice up your life. Always, always. Yeah. yeah, I have Spice Girl stickers on my guitar. Baby Spice. Yeah, Ginger Spice is my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> Scary Spice. Yeah, Ginger Yeah, But also Sporty. I related most to Sporty Spice. All right. Who are some of your favorite writers or your favorite books? Mm. Well, I would say that most of the books that I enjoy reading are like informational books. Um, I'm super into, I guess, magic and uh, using plants for medicine and magical purposes. So a lot of my books... um, are about those kind of things like um making ointments making tinctures um foraging uh plant encyclopedias um books about spells and learning how to connect with the earth and um yeah crystals and yeah there's all that bioform that's right underneath the surface it connects connects everything you oh know? my god mycelium yeah. yeah that's awesome very cool yeah who's your favorite cartoon character mm. who would be my favorite cartoon character um you know who i used to love and i feel like he was like a really underrated guy was the big orange angry guy from looney tunes Oh yeah, the him? monster. What was his name? Oh, the, the, yeah, the the, the, the monster. Or something. Yeah, the monster. It was like Harold or something. Yeah. Yeah, the, he I wore know. tennis shoes. Yeah. He wore tennis yeah. shoes and right. nothing else. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's so like yeah, Bugs, Bugs Bunny did his hair once. Yeah. yeah, in, yeah. The, in the uh-huh. castle. Okay. <laughs> right. No, yeah. that's awesome. I had a doll of him growing up. Like I really resonated with him. I was an angry kid, <laughs> so I was like, I love you. That's <laughs> 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 excellent. What one song do you wish you'd recorded, written and recorded instead of the group who did? Mm. Oh. Oh. Wow. Mm. That's hard. Um, what's that one song that just hits right? Oh, uh, um. You know what song I wish I wrote? I guess it, the, it's the first song that kind of popped up that like makes me like uh, Wasted Years by Iron Maiden. Oh, okay. 
Because, nice. dude, that song, that song hits. It does. It hits you emotionally. It hits you, um, like, uh, in this, like, vibration way where, like, you know, you also, like, really just, like, love it. It makes you happy and sad at the same time. It's yeah, so right. fucking catchy. Like, it's just almost a perfect song. Yeah, it's very radio-friendly for Maiden, which is unusual. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't often have radio-friendly songs. So that's good. All right. Yeah. Excellent. Which celebrity What you would you most like to have a drink with? Hmm. Who do I like? Um, I guess it could be anyone. Maybe Keanu Reeves. Maybe Keanu Reeves. Maybe Keanu Reeves. Yeah. 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 And if you get into trouble, he could just fuck the shit out of people if they were harassing John Wick! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, have you seen the movie Nobody with Bob Odenkirk? Yes, dude. Yes. We, awesome we movie, right? We almost didn't watch it. We almost didn't watch it, but I love Mr. Show. I love Bob mm-hmm. Odenkirk. And I was like, let's just try it. I don't like the name, but like, let's just try it. Yeah. But once I realized he was nobody, I was like, yeah. bro. Oh, such a great movie. Such so a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. I actually wish I hadn't seen it so I could watch it again and be that excited. You know, you know it's, I mean? it's every bit as good the second time through. Yeah. I've man. watched about five times. Yeah. I love yeah, it. It's, 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 it's good. Oh, no. Yeah. I should just great. watch it again then. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I wasn't going to watch it, but now I am. Now you have oh, to. Three yeah, of us yeah, like it. Card. Come card. On. You got to watch yeah. it. You got to check yeah. it in. Okay, Deb, what one creative endeavor are you most proud of? Ooh. Um, I guess I would have to say, I guess keeping a band together for so long, Fair enough. you know, I feel yeah. like it's a really hard thing to do and, uh, mm-hmm. it takes a lot of effort. And, uh, so I would say that's probably like my biggest accomplishment. All right, cool. Do you have any hobbies? You had mentioned uh with like your tinctures and things like that but do you have any other hobbies that you like to yes i actually volunteer at my local wildlife uh center every wednesday before work so i clean up um a lot of animals come in injured they probably take care of like three to four thousand animals a year um this is everything from like your normal songbirds to um Owls, screech owls, great horned owls, uh, barred owls, vultures, hawks of all types. Um, an eagle came in once, skunks, porcupines. And I, instead of cleaning up after humans, now I just get to clean up after animals and get to prepare their meals. And it is so, it changed my life. Like I was feeling stagnant and I started about four years ago. And um, I only do four hours a week, but it's literally been life changing. Yeah. And for the animals too. I mean, yeah, and it's for the animals yeah. and I love animals so much and yeah. I've learned so much, you know, that's awesome. That's great. What's something that almost no one knows about you. Mm. I mean, you've been like an open book about everything. I'm like, wow, is there even something left? Okay. You know what? I got a good one. And, um, I sucked my thumb until i was probably like 28 years old really nice. wow. not like when i was awake but just to like you know just like maybe get to sleep a little bit 
<laughs> or like when I was really wasted or fucked up on drugs. You know what I mean? You just be like, <laughs> nice. That's fantastic. I love that. But what's crazy is I don't do it anymore. Like it was almost like I thought, oh my god, am I ever not going to do this? Like this is fucking weird. Like I need to get over this weird thing, you know. And then all of a sudden, it's just like I haven't done it for years. Like I don't even think about doing it. So I got to ask. Oh, this. I might triggered it now. It's going to come I gotta, back. I, 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 yeah, I got to ask this because I I stuck my thumb till I was like ten or something. Is one of your thumbs wider than the other one? Sorry, I'm looking at thumbs. You know, I feel like I did lose a little definition on, yeah, my, my, on my second thumb. No shit. Like when I was younger, one of my thumbs was like wider than the other one. It was the thumb that I sucked. It was this one. It was like flatter. They, it looks like they've grown about the same because I, I haven't since I was like 10 or something. But so yeah, you've recovered. Like, you've recovered. Yes. Yes. I'm a recovering <laughs> thumb sucker. So you, there's hope for you. Right. My parents Fantastic. did everything too, man. My parents yeah, put like hot go, sauce now. on this my show's, This show's going to cause you both a fucking relapse. Way to go. <laughs> no, man. Seriously. Seriously. No. We're going to have to go to support groups. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Uh, that's going to be my support group. I'm going to be actually be holding that support group. It's only uh, $30 an hour. So, uh, yeah, fantastic. Bless Wonderful. you. Bless you. <laughs> exactly. All right, Deb, we're going to play a game, one of our games. This one is called Blast Beats. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. I don't want you to think too hard. I just want you to answer and just answer, answer, answer. All right. Most of them are just like common choices and some are short answer. All right. Are you ready? Ready. Hot dog or hamburger? Hot dog. Favorite pizza topping? Just cheese, please. Paperback or Kindle? Um, paperback. Your favorite streaming service? Um, Netflix. Favorite holiday? Mm, um, Beltane. It's a witchy holiday. Yes. Um, favorite ice cream flavor? Chocolate chip, but with shaved chocolate, not like big old chips chocolate you, like, you get it like baskin robbins or like our local yeah. like mom and pop shop if you ever come by the area there's a nice local uh cleveland based ice cream place called mitchell's they Ooh, have the best ice good, cream yeah. on the planet it's like all locally sourced organic cream mm. and and it's like look don't even put the fucking calories on there it's gonna be a lot just I enjoy fucking love ice cream yeah <laughs> mitchell's um yeah they, they do some really good stouts ice creams and i'm gonna say the fall the fall one you want the apple caramel crisp it's apple cider flavored oh ice cream gosh. with caramel <laughs> swirls and like crushed um you're making everyone crackers. Right now. Yeah, I know. Dude, I need texture in my ice cream. That sounds yes. delicious. And they're blueberry or they're like mixed berry crumbles the same way. It's like Jesus Christ. Yeah, very good. Um, so, so good. Yeah. Uh, dog or cat? Cat. Marvel or DC? Uh, Marvel. Star Trek or Star Wars? Wars. Universal or Hammer Horror? What was that one? Universal horror movies or Hammer horror movies? Ooh, Universal. How do you like your steak cooked? I don't need steak. Okay. Not cooked. That's right. Not cooked. Not cooked. Um, still mooing. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> yeah. Your favorite movie snack? Um, popcorn. Very buttery. Favorite subject in school? None. 
Okay. I was, the next question was your least favorite subject. You're going to say all. Okay. I mean, um, you know, I liked school. Like I had a lot of fun there, but like I didn't like do work. Okay. Yeah. You were there to hang <laughs> I liked out. school. I didn't do school. Yeah, I go. just didn't like doing school. Like, but wild, I was fine like wild card. There. Yeah. Like wild card. Hang yeah, out. That's, that was, yeah. yep. Socialization. <laughs> Nothing else. Exactly. All right. Your favorite yep. board game. Ooh, clue. Your worst phobia. Spiders. Spielberg or Tarantino? Um, uh, I'm going to just go with Spielberg. All right. Favorite favorite season? Summer. Favorite Christmas gift? (laughs) Oh. Um, I mean, I did get these earbuds for my birth or for Christmas this year, and I do use them every day except for today because they were like dead. <laughs> but I would say they're like my most used. Okay, cool. Christmas present. Your celebrity crush. Keanu. Your favorite line from this is Spinal Tap. Wait, my favorite line from what? This is Spinal Tap. Oh. Oh my God. Um, I guess, um, I don't know what, like, my favorite line would be, but, um... Favorite scene will work. That'll be fine. Yeah, I guess my favorite song would be, like, Stonehenge, <laughs> where the demons dwell, where the yeah. banshees live. Yeah, and, and they, they do live well. well. <laughs> oh, my God, sex farm. <laughs> yeah, sex farm. Yeah. Oh, Dude, we were, we were upstairs the other night. And I was like, and I was looking at Adam and I was like, you look like you're working on a sex bomb. <laughs> and he goes, dude, that sounds like a Spinal Tap song. Like, and I was like, is. no, it, it totally is. Yeah. I saw Spinal Tap on their Break Like the Wind tour. They came to Cleveland. Yeah. And so when Nigel Tofnell or when uh, Derek Smalls comes out on stage, he went, hello, Cleveland. I'm like, oh, yes, you had to. Oh my god yes that was awesome that was that was that was great so speaking of great concerts the best concert you've ever attended Mm. oh super hard so i would say like um one of the coolest concerts i ever went to was i saw heaven and hell Motorhead and Priest when they came oh, through, wow. right? In 20... Was it 2008? Oh, yeah. Mm. I was super high on mushrooms. I thought I was dying oh, and it was like crazy. <laughs> that go. was definitely the coolest show I've been to. But I think the show that I went to in most recent years that I was like the most hyped about was when I saw Hammerfall because I was like... I'd never seen them. I had recently just gotten into them. I knew all the words and there weren't like that many people there. So I could like, it was, felt like very intimate. Nice. Excellent. Yeah, that was, that was the cool, that was the, the Flots tour, right? Is what you said. They were with Flotsam and Jetsam. That was a cool show. Yeah. 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 We went to, we went, uh, my wife and I caught that at the Cleveland Agora. Oh, uh, I went to that one. Okay. So then you may have saw me fall in the back, maybe. I, uh, I, tot- I totally got backstage. Uh, Michael Spencer got you know, me. Uh, who else was with me? But I know Sarah and I went backstage. He said, you guys want to go see Hearts on Fire from side stage? We're like, fuck, yeah, we do. 
And my dumbass had darker sunglasses on than these walking in the back of the Agora there. There's a like a six foot, I don't know, step. It's dark back there. I six inch step. Else. Yeah, not six foot, six inch. Sorry. Yeah. Six the, the, foot. The, you're like this. You're like, yeah. <laughs> Who can get up this fucking step? I wish it were because I wouldn't have fucking fallen, man. You had I didn't the spinal see no... sight. Spinal yeah, tap. Yeah, side the, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was like the <laughs> opposite so there. Yeah. Uh, it definitely wasn't in danger of being crushed by dwarves. Uh, <laughs> I didn't see anybody step up and I just walked straight and just biffed and nobody saw it happen. So I didn't feel so dumb. And then we watched Hearts on Fire from side stage and it was fan fucking tastic. Uh. So. Nice. Yeah, that hurt my shit. Dude, I don't even know how I didn't know about that band for so long, but when I heard them, I was like, oh my God, I'm like really into this. Yeah, they're a great band. They're very talented. Yeah, Yeah. such good singing. Cool. All right. We're going to, we have got a couple more games left. This one's called The Hot Seat. I'm going to name a band and I want you to tell me your favorite album by that band. Okay, I'll do my best. All right, you can do it. Yeah, I might have to describe what the cover looks like. Okay, that's fine. We, we'll figure it out. We got a couple savants on the on the show. <laughs> All right, Black Sabbath. Um. Mm, oh. Um. What album is Never Say Die on? Never Say Die. Never say die. Oh, sick. There yeah, you go. I, I'm gonna go with that album. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah, Judas Priest. It's really hard. Um, mm, 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 mm. Oh, oh, um, shit. There's like a good album. Like there's like, like each album's good for some reason. Um, mm-hmm. fucking, I'm going to go with shit. Oh my god, it's so hard. You broke her. I'm just gonna go. Yeah. I'm just gonna say British Steel for right now because it was the first album that I bought from them, and it's very nostalgic for me. Nice. There you go. Fair enough. Uh, the Beatles. You know, I did. I don't listen to too many Beatles, but um, Yellow Submarine gets stuck in my head uh multiple times a month for some weird reason. So like. <laughs> I guess I would pick the album that song's off of. All right. Rush. Yellow Submarine. Yeah, Yellow Submarine's good. Um, Rush. Ooh, Rush. Um, 2112. Nice. Opeth. I don't know their music that great. Oh, you got to try them. Should I listen to them? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Swedish progressive melodic black metal with folk and jazz. Okay. I, I definitely say- know the name. I would say no, don't listen to them. Ah. Yeah, Wildcard doesn't have good taste. So, you know, well, he's on our show. That should tell you a lot. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the cool thing about music, though, right? Is that, like, you know, right. what's for one person isn't for the right. next. And that's yeah. what's so cool is that there's not one way to do music. Right. Yeah. And it's, It'd be it's so really, boring. It's really progressive. Right. Their earlier albums are all like death metal vocals. And then there's the transition to Queen vocals over time but i, I think they're a I band like that just gets better yeah. more melodic as they go um cool a lot of jazzy kind of influences in there uh, you know their pieces can go ranging from like very melodic death metal to like this quiet classical pieces right like interludes in the beginning in the middle of a the song then back to like death metal stuff um if you're going to listen i'll give you one song to listen to to sample 
you can even watch it a live performance. It's Harlequin Forest. Ooh, that live, sounds cool. Live. Yeah, it's about a 15-minute song, something like that. Um, totally. That's great. And if you like that, now you know what you're getting you yourself into. 15 minutes <laughs> wow. Song. Yeah, but it's a sonic journey, man. Yeah, you're totally. Yeah, you got to yeah. make a sandwich to listen to that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Open sandwich. Um, okay, back to the hot seat. Iron Maiden. I'm going to go with Killers. Excellent. Queensryche. I'm not that familiar with their music. What? I know who they are. Okay. Yes. Um, what shall we say, guys? Rage for Order and Operation Mind Operation Mindcrime. Operation Mindcrime. Start with that. That's it's going to change my world. Oh, yeah. It's a great record. It's really yeah, cool. good. It may be one of the maybe, best albums. Maybe the of, best concept record in metal. Period. Of all time. Yeah. It's fucking phenomenal. Operation Mindcrime. Uh, yeah. Rage for Order right before that one. Um, cool. Okay. Anthrax. Um... What is the one um, that has uh, what's the cover? The Persistence of Time. That's called yeah. yeah that's the yeah. album. Persistence yeah. of Time. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, Megadeth. Um, I guess Peace Cells. Classic. Okay. All right, just two more. Slayer. Mm, surprisingly enough, like I don't own any Slayer. My partner owns lots of Slayer albums, but I don't have, I didn't listen to much Slayer. Show No Mercy it is. I, I do enjoy Rain Slayer, and Blood, but huh? they were always, um, I just never really went that route because they were always just, um, I don't know. Play I don't know why I never really listened to Slayer. Carrie King solos probably. Let's <laughs> you off. People hate right. me when I say that. <laughs> no, it's, it's truth though. Yeah, these are the early solos. <laughs> Jeff Hanneman was the lead player in that band. That's yes. that's uh... <laughs> nice. All right, and the last mm. one, Kiss. Um, I'm gonna go with what is. What's the one where they're all on those saws, the foreheads? Oh, rock and roll over. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Okay, I'm like on the saws. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just the other yeah, four. They look like yeah. saw blades or something. Right, yeah. I get it. Yeah, rock and roll right. over. Right. No, I get it. I get right it. Out. All right, our last game here. We're going to play. This one's called Name That Festival. All right. Ooh. Yeah. So Lady Beast is playing a festival with two other artists. I'm going to spin the wheel of mystery to find those two other bands. And then I'd like for you to name the band or name the festival that you're all playing at. Excellent. Uh, I'm going to share my screen here so that we all. <coughs> there we go. All right. Can you see that? Oh, yeah. I like it. All right. So I'm going to give the first spin. So it's Lady Beast. <laughs> And the first other artist you're going to be playing with is uh, 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 Mariah Carey. <laughs> All right. Oh. Nice. Yeah. All right. 
Mariah. And she's Carey? only she's only singing that Christmas song for the whole show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then who else is she playing with? Oh, baby metal. Look at that. Excellent. So Lady Beast, so Mariah be Carey, a, a and, female and baby metal. Yeah, looks that way. Yeah, yeah, fair this enough. is like a women, a women's uh, support the women in music festival. That is yeah. so funny. Yeah, how random it all came out like that. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, that I've always wanted to open for Mariah. <laughs> no, not a, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a I, I, just, I was just holding. <laughs> I was just keeping the shut. I'm like, no, I could make a joke here, but no. I was like, I don't think they understand. I'm joking. No, I'm just joking, guys. <laughs> no, I was, yes. Um, we just totally, held our Totally forgot to mention this earlier when we were talking about the horror section. Um, Tom Savini actually lives a block away from me. Oh, nice. Yes, and we, we both dip at the same public pool. Oh, that's rad. Sweet. Yeah, that he goes awesome. out there, lathers yeah. up soil. Well, next time you hang out with him, you can tell how great a time we had you had here. We should totally reach out to him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was like you should. Yeah, yeah, why not? You know, we haven't had too many horror people on. We had uh we had um Lloyd Kaufman, um, you know, trauma, come on. Yeah, yeah, from trauma. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. So, that's cool. And it, you should never be afraid to ask. That's something that I've I've gotten over a long time ago because I'm like, yo, what if they say yes though? Yeah, yeah, we just right. we just uh, have it. Who's on my list? I got a list of people like, yeah, we Stack. need to reach out to more horror stuff. So because I've met him a few times, he's pretty cool. I had his book Grand Illusions because I was going to be a makeup artist when I was younger in high school. Um, no, I just I just I love his stuff. So yeah. yeah, I reached out to John Carpenter's management, and at least they got back nicely. But he doesn't do podcasts. He's on he's on his tour with his son with his music, his own scores and stuff. So. Oh, that's okay. cool. Yeah. Isn't it nice when you get a response though? You're like, wow, yeah. I am a real yeah. person, and someone like respected me. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's pretty good. All right, we only got a couple questions here left for you, Deb. I want to thank you again for. Being I'm gonna on. miss you guys you're welcome to come back anytime seriously like yeah. any fucking time you want it's just even our like other interview shows or we we have a lot of shows that are not interviews you know if you like want to come and like participate seriously when i'll you let you i'll give you a our, schedule more our, yeah, yeah more of our horror talks and discussions cool. welcome you're back welcome anytime you want so yeah. oh thank you now she's regarded it now it's like oh fuck they really thought i was serious <laughs> i've had enough of this yeah enough of that i was Montag. just kidding fuck you yeah, guys. thanks yeah. <laughs> okay we are all this is about fandom we're all fans of other artists. So True. what is your favorite piece of memorabilia? Um, do I have memorabilia? Mm. So I'm kind of a weirdo and like part of this, like I regret because I'm, um, I don't go up and like talk to people like to like I don't like want to ask people for things um so I've missed out on getting like some cool photos you know what I mean or maybe some like autographs because I I don't want to be like you know because I just see everyone else doing it like I don't want to but like I really regret it after it happens are you afraid you you're gonna I bother mean? them yeah. is that what you're worried yeah. about yeah yeah trying yeah. to be respectful of their space for sure. And sure. just like, um, not act like I want something from them, but more like, thank you. 
for what you do, you know? Yeah. Um, but I do wish that I would have gotten some things from some people. I don't really have any signatures or yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't really have any memorabilia. Um, I was gifted um, a really cool high spirits. Um, what are those records called? Like, um, oh yeah, the picture disc. The picture disc, yeah. So um, I hosted them here in Pittsburgh. We had a killer show, and then um, I make food for all the bands, and I have them at my house, and I set them up little spaces, and I make everyone breakfast, and um, because that's just what we used to do back in the day, right? You know, and uh, so they gifted me a picture disc. And I would say that um, those are the things that like are, I guess my memorabilia are like gifts from friends and people that um, I respect and that show me equal respect. And yeah, so that's 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 what makes it memory. Yeah, that's my most recent recent one. Okay. Well, I'm going to, we'll talk after the show, but we're going to send you something so that you can remember us. Yay, I would I'm love to send you some heavy metal horror stickers that we have. There we go. Um, green and purple. Now we're trying to come up with a name with our with our, our mascot. We don't have a name for the monster yet. So, you know, if you want to join the contest, we're going to have that pretty soon. So you could win more stickers. Right. That's exactly. More stickers. Yeah, we All might... of the surfaces I could stick on. Yeah, we <laughs> might throw in one of these Jack Link's beef sticks. That might be a prize, too. So Yo. Maybe. We're, we're working on maybe. that. Right. Yeah, we're um, working on merch yet. So. Bonus. <laughs> yeah. right. um, well, you know what? I would be more than happy to uh, donate some CDs or, like, shirts to the cause. That would be awesome. Thank you. Yeah, we will yeah. gladly take anything yeah. that you want to give us. That, that's fantastic. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Sweet. All right. This is going to be our last uh, form of question of the of this show. Um, what are your plans for 2022? You got any like new music? You got a tour? Something else going on? Um, 2022. Um, basically, I'm just kind of like focusing on the festival. Um, I'm releasing the headliner tomorrow. Nice. Oh, exciting. Um, it's been well, a this whirlwind. is gonna broadcast after this is gonna be in a few weeks. So it'll be old news then. So you wanna tell us who the headliner sure. is? Sure. Yeah, it's Raven. Oh um, nice. Nice. Excellent. Oh, cool. Still yeah. playing killer shows, man. They still put on a hell of a show. Totally. Yeah, I was having a bit of a situation like um I had like tried to manifest this one band that I really wanted to play. And I did like tons of stuff and I was putting lots of energy into it and they had confirmed. And I was like, Whoa, it's crazy. And then like a month later, they were like, Hey, yeah, we actually can't do that. Who was it? And you I'll, might say it or. Um, uh, it was Voivod. Oh shit. Oh. Wow. Yeah, they were confirmed for like five weeks, you know, and I was stoked because they had this new album coming out and everything. Yeah. And then they were like, yo, I don't think this is going to work out for us. Can you move the fest a week up? And I was like, wait, what? what? Yeah, I was, like, I was like, confirmed. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> well, what happened? That's that's really shitty. Wait, you know, I mean, you, they confirmed it. So what happened? Uh-huh. You know, did they give you an I explanation? Think- I think that I just wanted it so bad that I like somehow mystically made them say yes. And then they came back into reality. Like it was like, 
because they were playing the Philly Decibel Beer Fest, which is a couple weeks before my fest, like two weeks before the festival. And um, I don't, I don't, yeah, I just, I don't understand. They really didn't give me a good answer, honestly. Oh, that's too bad. Sorry about that. It was weird. It was weird. Yeah, I hate um, that. But, you know, it's all good. Like, I love Raven. I think that they fit yeah. more in the festival, to be honest. And I really do want to keep my festival, like, heavy metal. Yeah, um, right on. Because a lot of people dabble. A lot of people start, like, getting really messy and, like, the shot. You know, I really want to keep it. The reason I'm doing this festival is because these are bands I want to fucking see. Yeah, right on. At the end of the day, like, this right. is kind of, I was like, there's no festival for me. Right. Here and on the East Coast. Like, I'm not into Doom. I'm not uh, that into death. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can dig all of it a little bit, but like, I was like, where's the traditional heavy metal? Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited Raven's playing. That's cool. That'll be excellent. great. Yeah, that's yeah they're excellent. a great band. They're, they don't yeah. disappoint. They're not a disappointing act. Yeah, and they seem like really nice guys. They are. Yeah. So I'm see, excited. More people that Wildcard knows, see? No, oh, I actually don't. Surprised. I don't know Raven, but I mean, I've interacted with them at shows and such. We opened okay. Raven in California one time. Our first cool. appearance in California was on a Hyrax Raven bill. So, and they were fan fucking tastic then, and they still are. I, I don't know how those guys move as much as they do at their age. They've they don't disappoint. They sound fucking great. They put on a killer live show. That's actually a band that fit into the last show that we did. The Raven never got the respect that Raven deserved. Raven's sure. a hell of a band. So, yeah, no, excellent, excellent choice. See, maybe cool. that worked out Thank for the you. better. I, maybe, I think maybe that worked out for the better. I you think know. it did, honestly. Yeah. I think it did. <clears throat> excellent. Yeah. Really cool. Well, there's one last thing uh, I'd like to ask, and would it be too much to ask for you to do a bumper for us, Deb? You know, Deb Levine of Lady Beast, you're watching and listening to Heavy Metal Horror, something like that? Of course. Yes, 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 yes. Excellent. We will let you go when you're ready. All right. What's up, you metal maniacs, horror freaks? This is Deb from Lady Beast, and you're listening to Metal and Horror Podcast. Hope you enjoy it. All right. Thank you very much. Excellent. Appreciate it. Oh, all right. We're going to do our outro and then we're going to invite you to join us when we sing. So, yeah, we're going to bring your horns at the end. Set. All, right. all right. Hey, you can find Heavy Metal Horror on unsaneradio.com. Listen to full episodes or download to your device. You can find us on Facebook, Heavy Metal Horror Podcast. On Instagram, look for Montag Lewis, one word. On our YouTube page, which is if you're watching, that's where you're at. Heavy Metal Horror Podcast. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. And we're now on Roku on the Hotel Metal Jam channel. That's right. So if you know someone who would like us, tell them about us. <laughs> and you want to come on our show, email us, heavymetalhorror at yahoo.com. This has been Montag, Master of Illusion. Chopped up. Wild card. <laughs> and you've been watching and listening to, okay, Deb, bring up the horns. Heavy no. metal no. horror. <laughs>
even a phone drop. That might be the best. That one was yet. amazing. That was amazing. You said no. <laughs> oh, no. Awesome. It was so heavy. It was so heavy. You yeah. knocked your phone on the floor. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Nice. I wish people could have been here to feel that energy <laughs> yeah metal spirit that's it, right it, it's yeah you're gonna be able to convey that in the video it's fine it's just it's, <laughs> it's gonna be great it's gonna be i was great. like i'm not yeah. missing this opportunity <laughs> uh, well th thank you again deb we've yeah, had thank some you so great thank time you. with you um and thank you for taking the time with us and we hope you had as much fun as we did it's been so fun. Thank you guys so much. Like, literally, this was so much fun. This was, like, the perfect way to end my day. This is Doug Helbring, and you have been listening to Heavy Metal Horror, the best podcast that you've never heard before. <laughs>